Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Hey everybody, welcome back to our show. Today is Wednesday, March 31st, 2010, and we are live from the Sunshine State, and the sunshine is back again. It's having beautiful days here, blue skies, sunny, and in the 80s, just the way Florida should be, and hope everything is going good for you, wherever you may be. Uh, I'm back on Skype. So I'm hoping that we are sounding okay. I've been having a lot of problems trying to get this Skype thing to work, but that is what I'm on now. So if we have a little problem with it, we'll switch over to a mic later if I have to. But uh, I'm glad you could join us this evening and want to give a shout-out to all my friends back in my home state of Oklahoma and hope that all that recent snow has melted and you can finally start enjoying spring. And a uh, special shout-out to Nathan over in Orlando. Finally got to uh, meet him last night in Tampa uh, during our work schedule and enjoyed visiting with him for that hour we had to kill before we could get loaded. And uh, did you hear Did you hear about the trucking company that was involved in that um, Kentucky crash that killed 10 people plus the driver? The Alabama trucking company Hester Incorporated had a uh, poor safety rating from federal regulators and uh, repeatedly failing roadside inspections. Uh, the FMCSA gave Hester a deficient rating of 88.4 in February based on inspections of the company's 30 drivers during the past 30 months. And as we know, the agency uses a scale of 1 to 100 with 100 being the worst score, and they came in with 88.4, so a uh, big story behind that. The uh, tractor-trailer involved had been cited for problems with its lights and brakes and emergency equipment during six roadside inspections since 08, according to the records, and the truck had no citations in 2009 or this year, 2010, including a uh, clean roadside stop about a month before the fatal wreck, according to the records. So with the implementation of CSA 2010, this company would not have been operating probably, and 11 lives could have been saved. So one aspect as to how CSA 2010 will be good for the industry. So. I don't know. What do you think? Um, also, boy, some terrible news out of Ocala, Florida, which is about 23 miles from we are from where we are uh, broadcasting. Um, on Monday, March 29th, two women 
were found dead in their home in Ocala. The two women, Wendy White Cusia, 51, and Donna Marie Groves, 43, worked as long-haul truckers and were out together on the town the night before, seemingly looking like they were having a good time. And then the next morning, they were found shot in their home with a 38 caliber snub-nosed revolver found cradled in Cusia's hands. So, so far, the Marion County Sheriff Department is ruling it a murder-suicide, so kind of a strange story that hit right here at home, close by where we are. So we're watching that and going to see, kind of figure out what's going on there. And uh, a new proposal to raise federal weight limits on semi-trucks on interstate highways has truckers talking again. Uh, drivers say they're against it, and so are law enforcement officers. So... Right now, as we all know, commercial trucks can legally weigh 80,000 pounds with the uh, truck, trailer, and freight combined, and the proposed law would add 8.5 tons, taking total weight up to 97,000 pounds. Um, so a lot of drivers and law enforcement alike aren't too hip about this uh, new proposal that's kind of coming back into light. Uh, one truck driver, Ed Beecher, says extra weight, it's no good because it's so difficult to deal with, and it's not safe. It's just not safe. Some of the other comments truckers are making about it, and these guys say, along with many other truckers, uh, that adding weight to their loads also adds danger and more money to big business, but not for them, the drivers themselves. And uh, one driver uh, stated that he just won't haul it. And he talked to his boss out of a small company in St. Louis, and uh, they think it's ridiculous as well. So uh, they just believe it's just big companies putting money behind this, just typical Washington uh, is what I'm seeing out there. And, and uh, business owners and managers, uh, well, they disagree. They just go back and forth. Uh, John Hancock, a manager with Prime out of Springfield, uh, believes this uh, proposal would be good, adding about 20% efficiency to the industry. And uh, he says safety is key, but whether you're carrying uh, the current 80,000 pounds or the proposed 97,000 pounds, the stopping distance only grows by about two feet. Um, but other people have problems with this. Uh, a spokesman for the Missouri State Highway Patrol ran the numbers on stopping distances. And he says, if you take 97,000 pounds times 60 miles per hour, you're going to come up with 11,640,000 uh, pounds worth of kinetic energy. And so comparing to that, comparing that to the way it is now would mean a 21% increase in stopping time. So a little disagreement there, and I'm kind of leaning on the side of the highway patrolman agree obviously it's going to increase your stopping distance much further than two feet but the bill hr 1799 uh, to allow the uh, higher commercial truck weights was uh, was referred to a u.s house committee in march of 09 but nothing really happened to it so uh, truckers say it has some momentum now because proponents of the bill have attached it or will try to attach it to another transit bill to try to get it passed. So we will have to uh, wait and see. What's that? Um, it sounds a little awful. It does? Yeah. Is Skype still not working? 
Okay. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to have to just kind of switch over to a mic or something then. Yeah. Uh, you're hearing it over there? And, no, I, I didn't hear you. But okay, so it's just not sounding. It's just not sounding right still. Okay, so this Skype thing just is not working. It's working now, off and on. Okay, well I'll take a little time and uh, take a little time and switch over. So uh, let me just do that so we can get clear and everything. So. I will have to uh, uh, switch off a little bit and then get back on. And um, uh, I tell you what, let's just go to, uh, we'll get started with the show here while I switch over to the mic. And um, so we'll just liven things up here a little bit while I do that. We'll get started with Trucking Topics Open Discussion 3 right after this little tune with a big message. Uh, another tune from Jan McCarter of thekeystruckers.com. And so uh, here's a uh, lot lizard boogie, and I'll be working on getting over on the uh, other mic. So uh, we'll see you on the other side, and don't go away. We will be right back. Now, baby, you better stay away from them lot lizards I've been hearing so much about. Don't you be bringing nothing home to me. I'm on and I'm going and I'm sounding okay now. 
right? What is it? I'm sounding okay now with the mic? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, I had to switch there. So uh, Skype, I don't know. It may just be our area where we're out. But uh, anyway, okay, we're back. Um, Our show this evening is Trucking Topics Open Discussion Part 3, where you decide what you would like to talk about on truth about trucking. I'm getting feedback from yours. Um, uh, so open forum, so to speak, and anything is open for discussion. And uh, we will uh, get started. Let's see, Donna's handing me a note here. Uh, okay. All right, well, we can just go right to the right to the phone because that's what we're here for anyway. So let me open up this one line here. And I'm still, Donna, getting feedback from you. Um, but uh, a caller from my home state, area code 918. Uh, go ahead. You're live on the air. Discussion, and uh, we will uh, get started. Let's see, Donna's hand is over here. Uh, caller 918, you're on the air. I don't think he realizes he's on. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Jim. I'm going to send him a text message, tell him we can hear him. Uh, Jim? Oh, is that Jim? Okay, let me try again here. I'll open him up. Uh, he doesn't have the hand up, so maybe he's just uh, listening. But uh, uh, Jim, calling from area code 918. Uh, you're on the Yeah, end. that's me. Oh, hey. how are you doing? I don't think you feel <laughs> good. You're on the, on the radio and the phone. With the, so I'm having a little delay there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's. There's quite a bit of delay, and I had a problem with my mic, so I'm on one mic. Donna's on one mic, so I'm getting kind of feedback. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So you're you're Jim with uh, the KeysTruckers.com. We just played the song from there. Yeah, I heard that. It sounded great. Yeah, that's that's a good uh, good little song she got she wrote there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well, we're looking forward to the thank you, Jazzy. Alan's going to play that tonight. Oh yeah, man, that that is that is a powerful song there, and, and uh, Jan did that too. She wrote that thing in a, about a half hour. That's what really? she was saying. Yeah. Hey, let me put you on the phone with her. I was just I just had it just to listen in while she was getting oh, okay. the crap going. Hang on a minute. I had that trucker app uh, plugged into the stereo in the truck. <laughs> Oh, oh really? you know, I had the iPhone plugged into the stereo, you know, and I was using the trucker app to listen to y'all. And then Jimmy... Oh, oh that's great. Oh. So and you plug it right in, and, and you can hear it right from the application, because people were asking me that. Can I listen yeah. to the show from the trucker app? And I said, absolutely. And I don't think yeah. they knew how. So just tell them how you're doing it. Yeah, it's pretty easy. You, um, We have a... a, a from the serious radio into the regular radio for the auxiliary in, and I just unplug the serious radio and stick it into the iPhone where you have to go down. You there? Oh, did we lose her? <laughs> we might have lost her, Donna. Okay. Boy, we're having all kinds of problems tonight with these phones. Their phones, our phones. Uh, well, we got ours worked out, but yeah, she just dropped off. But you know, you got to remember, a lot of these, uh, a lot of our listeners are are truckers, so uh, they're you know they're uh, out there and who knows what location and um, just can't. For, for everybody who, who for everybody who doesn't know, 
they they just heard Bobby Buffet. So he we had Bobby Buffet for a brief moment. He's becoming yeah, quite a star up. right now. Yeah, they're 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 back up here. Uh, yeah, uh, we got you back up there, Jan. Yeah, I'm back. Just had a quick. Uh, we're we're like in the middle of where are we? In Mississippi, north of Jackson. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was saying. You know, a lot of our listeners are drivers, so it's kind of hard sometimes. Uh, I'll pull up uh, Desiree here, too. I see t- Trucker Desiree up here, so her mic's open, so everybody's on the show here. Hi. Hey, Desiree. Hey, Desiree. Hey, hey Desiree. When, when Jim was on, I was going to say they should uh, talk about Bobby Boucher's um, T-shirt uh, that he introduced uh, this weekend, which is really funny too. And then he got off the phone and Jan got on. So anyway, go on and tell about your your thing, Jan. Oh, um, what was the question? She was going to tell about a song that she she um, we got to hear there at. At Mass for Jazzy, and it was really beautiful. Did she? Oh did yeah, she I was going to play that. Jane, yeah, you there? Yeah, well, I, I still see her up there. Well, she went off again, so. Uh, they must be in a bad area. Yeah, if but, they're running through, if uh, they're running through Mississippi, yeah. But uh, Desiree, you're talking about that "Thank You Jazzy" song, huh? Yeah, we got to hear it there, but uh, there was a, you know, um, Bobby Buffet made a video there, and uh, he had a T-shirt. He had a T-shirt, it was really funny, and uh, they gave me one. It's Bobby Buffet's 24-hour truck driving school. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever ever seen any of the Bobby Buffet YouTube videos, but they're very funny. We have them up on the uh, Trucker app. I uploaded them. Okay, and he had a brochure, and I wish I had it handy, but it's a it's a safety tips from Bobby Buffet's 24-hour truck driving school. <laughs> it's a little brochure that I got, and I wish I had it handy, but it's all in good intentions and stuff. But uh, Jim is uh, pretty funny there. Yeah, with that. Stuff. Yeah, he's. I was just saying he's he's becoming. He's got so many fans now on Facebook, and <laughs> yeah. He's just taken off. It's just really. Yeah, is uh, I think they popped up again. Jan, is that you again there? On area code nine one eight. I know Lee. Yeah. Lee. Oh, Jan, are you there? Boy, she's okay. she's got a bad connection. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know what they're doing, so I'm going to kill it here for a second. They don't have the hand up, but they just might be in a bad area. But, yeah, I've seen those videos. I saw the truck driving school video with Bobby Buffet, and uh, yeah, they've got some good stuff there, pretty funny. But you got to hear the song live, though, huh, Desiree? Yeah, um, I, went the, I went the first night, um, and it was a little bit chilly, um, and there wasn't a lot of people there. It's a great song is very emotional um, to hear it's just a beautiful song and then the next night after the show had closed Jan sang it again and there was a lot larger crowd and it was a very emotional um, 
Um, the people, a lot of people there that weren't aware of Jazzy. It was the first time I ever met her. I got to meet her mom um, in Little Rock when I was passing through, but I never got to meet her and her father, and it was just really nice to be there. And it was just a really nice little group um, there. Um, um, I was... Every, everybody was just real happy, and, and Jan can tell you more. Jan's gotten very close with the family, and, and this is, she was able to write that song so quickly, as she said. It, she wrote it in just a really short period of time. It just kind of popped out of her. And um, so, and, and the song download uh, goes to benefit the St. Christopher's Fund on her website, which is the fund that Jazzy is running for they know more about it than me. I, I just kind of have, like, you know, been listening to everybody else. So, um, Well, Jan- Alan's going to play it tonight. Um, I don't know when, but I'm, I got a text message from Jan, and I think, that's why I wanted to ask her, she gave us uh, the number either that Lee and Jazzy will be calling in from or maybe we're supposed to be calling them. And I just, I wasn't sure which way we were supposed to do it. Because Alan can call out. You can call out, right, Alan? Yeah, yeah, we have dial out now. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a different 918 number. I don't know if that's them or not. Uh, they don't have a hand, they don't have a hand up, but, uh, so it's just kind of hard what, to tell, what's you the, know. What's the uh, last digit? Here. Uh, Area code 918, or are you calling into the show? All right. Uh, okay, all right, I'm going to put it on mute, and this might be them down here. I'm playing phone tag here. Uh, uh, let's get it up here. Area code 918. Jan, is that you again? I, I know that's their number. Well, they have two numbers. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Who's that? Okay. We keep switching the phones back and forth. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, 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 I'm You've got the other one on, too, now. <laughs> you, you know, let me tell you. Uh, this one works. I'm over here talking you know, away, I, uh, and he's listening on the other phone, and he, he goes, I think there's a delay. I said, well, how much of a delay? How, I've been talking. How much do you hear? None of it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, there's, 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 a little, there's a little delay here, and... Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I like you guys, but y'all making my job really hard here. I'm playing phone tag here. <laughs> but we can hear you now. What's going on? We've been talking about, tell us about how this uh, jazzy song came about. Well, um, you know, I thought about writing the song, but I thought somebody else had. And then Lee actually brought it up to me. And I said, well, I thought somebody else did. And he said, no, they didn't. Um, I guess someone else had offered but never followed through. And um, so I said, sure, I'll do it. And um, I had this, I had it wrote in 30 minutes. And it was a, it was just like an angel got wrapped a hold of my hand and started writing. You know, it was it was amazing. It was, yeah, I liked uh, it. You know, it was a little little different from your other ones. Your other ones are kind of you know snappy and upbeat, and that one was just a nice slow. I, I just liked the tune. It was a little different from what your other style has been, and it, it's just turned out really good. Yeah, I was, and I was amazed at, at the work that they put in, in uh, at the studio in Nashville. And, you know, a lot of those musicians donated their time. Oh, really? um, Wait, can yeah, we hear they, it? Uh, 
they've donated their time. So, um, yeah, you can play it if you want. I, I know that uh, Lee had asked me if y'all were going to play it. Uh, um, and I said, yeah, you, you, you'd play it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we'll play it. Well, we'll be glad to play it. So It's a, it's a beautiful song. And, and, it, and it, it, the whole song is all about Jazzy and, and what she's given up and... Um, what what she's doing, uh, and you know, just basically, it, it kind of tells the story in 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 short, basically. Well, um, just for those who don't know what she's doing, um, why don't you just tell, just give well, a brief um, I, I, I was talking about the Grothy family coming in from Minnesota. I don't know how much you all heard. Um, the family were they were close friends of the Jordan family. Uh, and uh, Sheila Grothy died of cancer, and um, she didn't have any health insurance. And she was unable to get diagnosed in time. She was very young. She was 38. And um, this is when they found out about the St. Christopher's son. Of course, it was too late. And um, Jazzy decided, hey, we need to raise some money. We need to raise awareness. And that's when she decided to do her run. I don't know the whole complete story. You'll have to get her and Lee to fill the little holes in that I missed. But um, <clears throat> that's kind of it in a, you know. Well, and now you gave me, you texted me a number. Now, did Lee want that's us Lee's to call? Number. Yeah, that's Lee's number that they'll be calling in on. Oh, he's going to... Or gonna, you can call him. Nice. You can call him if you like that, you know, and they'll answer. They, I gave them your number, too. So Okay. Um, Maybe we could do I'm that. I'm sure that's why they're listening. Oh, great. Um, Lee, if you're listening, why don't you just call in, and um, Alan's going to play the song. Should uh, Alan, do you think we should play it first? you want to play it now? Oh, I don't mind. Yeah, I can play it now. And I have a 918 number up here, Donna, but they didn't answer, so I don't know what that's number Jimmy. Oh, that's Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, is that is that both um, of y'all up there? Okay. Lee, yeah, they're, they're be calling from an area code... Um, 813, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I'll keep my eye up for it. So, uh, well, yeah, since we're all talking about it and everything, we'll just go ahead and do it right now. I'll put everybody uh, on mute here so there's no background noise. And um, then once it's over, we will um, uh, come back on here. Let me get everybody off here. Uh, got a lot of li- listeners on the phone, so I'm trying to keep up with everybody and playing this phone tag here. But... We'll do it. So this is a song performed by the lady on the phone with us right now, Jan McCarter, and her husband Jim, also known as Bobby Buffet, at thekeystruckers.com, in tribute to uh, Jazzy Jordan running across America. Uh, And it's simply called Thank You, Jazzy. And here we go. We'll be right back on the other side.
truckers.com on the phone with us now. A trucker with a talent and voice like that, along with her husband, uh, Jim. And let me bring them all back up here. Um, uh, Donna, you're back on. Let's see. Jan, you're back on. And uh, let's see. Desiree, you're back on. And I believe we have uh, we have Lee, um, Jazzy's father here on the line. So let me open that up. I'll just leave everybody mics on. We're just having fun tonight on Truth About Trucking Live. And uh, I believe this is Lee. Uh, uh, Lee, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm fine. Well, you just got right on. We were playing Thank You, Jazzy. Yeah, I was listening to that. Uh, Jenna called me earlier, and, and I was listening a little bit tonight. And, uh, uh, of course, I like to brag about my car. So Jen invited me to call in, and I'm, I thank you for taking my call. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad to have you here. We're... Uh, where are y'all at right now? I, I got on your site uh, trying to see where you're at, uh, and I'm a little behind on this because I know uh, your daughter had a little injury. Did she recover from that? Are y'all back to running? Uh, what's going on now? Where are you at right now? Well, we are uh, right now we're in Nashville, Tennessee, and she's running in Van Horn, Tennessee, just east of uh, Nashville. Probably tomorrow we'll be moving our RV again. Um, Jazzy's been going strong since uh, she came back. Now, Jazzy started on September the 1st in Los Angeles, California. And uh, and then October 18th, uh, we were in Deming, New Mexico. And Jazzy suffered a stress fracture in her left foot and was out of the game for six weeks. Now, to tell you the determination of Jazzy, she wanted to continue to keep going um, on crutches. However, with wow. the amount of young people that uh, is following Jazzy and looking up to her right now that she has inspired, um, it wasn't the message that she wanted to send them. So she took the time. She went back to Minnesota for six weeks, and she healed up her foot properly, came back up December the 1st, and continued running again. So since wow. December the 1st, we've been uh, running down the road about five miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just amazing, and she's so... Uh... She's just so bright for such a young age, and I mean, just like you just said, uh, just not wanting to send the wrong message to her peers. I mean, that's just, you know, she just has uh, sent out such a message, not just to people her age, but to everybody. I mean, it's just remarkable what she's doing, but I'm glad she's all healed up and everything and ready to go. Are you all just kind of shut down for the evening and getting ready to pick it up again tomorrow? Well, that's being a bad guy right now with, with Matt's and... Uh and some other events that have gone on over the last couple of weeks. Um, our schooling has gotten behind a little bit, so I've cut the runs down to one. So she's only, well, she did 13 miles today. And uh, and other than that, it's, uh, we're hard at it with the school to, to get caught back up again because time never stands still. And the school year is going to end on in May there, and, and we've got to be on top of it and, and have everything turned in and, and done right. And, and that's you know, to me, uh, being dad, I, I guess that's my first, um, not my first priority, but one of one of my top priorities is that Jazzy School never suffers uh, from well, this run. Well, that's just being a dad. That's not being bad. That's being a good dad. You know, it's funny you brought that up because I was at work last night thinking about the show this evening, and uh, it crossed my mind. I, I, well, I wonder what she's doing about school. So uh, you just answered that question for me. So you're uh, 
you're hanging in there with that. But that that's uh, education. That's also important too, and there'll be plenty of time to run. So. What, that depends what, if you ask me or Jazzy, because if you ask Jazzy, I'm being a bad daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell her I said all dads are that way. So. There you go. <laughs> and one day when she's a mother, she'll be the same way. So. Exactly. You know, and, and Jazzy is, you know, so mature beyond her years of uh, the decisions that she makes, and you know, she she takes her schooling very personal as well. Jazzy's 4.0 student, and she does not uh, she does not let her her grades, you know, slide in any way, shape, or form to uh, to do this run. But sometimes we just get behind, and and I get very concerned, and and then I have to, yeah. you know. Well, she's going to accomplish great things in life. And uh, uh, do y'all have a uh, a set date that y'all are going to be arriving at the end there in New York? You know, the the set date was set when we started out for April seventeenth. And that was the day that we lost Sheila, and it's a, a very important day to Jazzy, very important day. And uh, she wanted so hard to to make it by April 17th, and, and unfortunately it's going to be impossible because she's, you know, continuing to strive, and, and, and that date is in her mind, but beyond that date is open. And, and the nice thing is that uh, the longer she is out here, um, the more awareness we can bring to the St. Christopher's Fund and the fact that truckers can help truckers. Um, right. They may not pull over on the side of the road anymore and, and help because everybody has a cell phone, and, and God dang it, it's dangerous sometimes to, to pull over and help. But yeah, is. Uh, this is a new way to for truckers to help truckers, and, uh, and they can make that donation to the St. Christopher's Fund, and, and that's what makes Jazzy's Run successful. Um, she can be out here and, and raise all kinds of awareness that she wants to, but if the truckers aren't uh, stepping up to to help the St. Christopher's Fund, then what is she out here for? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And uh, well, it's just amazing what she's doing. And uh, just a quick message to uh, Jim hanging on the phone here. Mike Rohn says hello, so I told him I'd tell you that. But uh, Donna, Desiree, Jan, y'all are still open. Uh, y'all can give a shout to Lee. Just feel free to jump in. Uh, Anything Hello, I want to ask while you're here? Uh, Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi Desiree. How are you? To, good. I just got to meet you briefly at the thing. But there was one little side story that I heard and I wanted to ask about. Didn't somebody almost hit Jazzy when you guys were in Arkansas? Or you had some problems with somebody cut the traffic around her or whatever? Is that is that kind of a scary event? Is that, am I hearing yeah. that? You're, you're hearing that correctly. Um, what had happened is we were on, I think it was Highway 64 or 67. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, I am constantly looking in my mirrors up at Javi, in my left mirror up at Javi. And I, I, I appeared in my left mirror that there was a truck coming up behind. And I looked up at Jazz, and I looked back down in my mirror. The truck was gone. I looked to my right mirror, and he was going to pass me on the right-hand side. I cranked oh. the truck over as hard as I could to uh, to let him hit me, and he went down into the ditch to avoid hitting me, too. And then he um, swerved around, and I you know, gave Jazzy the signal that we've worked out to stop, and she did. And uh, thank God she did without one more step because the truck came back up right in front of her. And, uh, you know, it, it, what it did to me was, 
incredible. What it did to her was just make her mad because she doesn't. It it it's hard to explain. I guess when you're 16, you think that you or 17, you think that you know nothing can happen to you. You're made of steel, and you know you, if the truck hit her, she'd get up and whoop somebody's butt. And uh, of course, we both know that's not the way it is. But uh, it was it was to me it was probably the first time during this run that uh, I questioned whether I was really able to protect my daughter out here or not. You know, when when yeah. she ran in 118 degree weather, you know, we oh. we made sure she was hydrated. When uh, when she ran through the rain, sleet, snow, shine, whatever she's run through, we've done everything we can to protect Jazzy. But when you have a crazy driver like that trying to pass on the right, it's only by the grace of God that uh, he brought it to my attention and I was able to swerve over in time, uh, get rid of the driver, and, and and have Jazzy standing in front of me A-OK. You know, so that's uh, a blessing. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I don't think people really visualize run. The running is amazing, but the, the obstacles there with the weather and the other drivers, I mean, we have it as truckers. We see the, the other the other drivers, you know, what goes on. But to have your child out there in front of you, uh, that's got to be kind of scary, really. As, as early as this afternoon, um, Jazzy had another lady running with her today. And a lot of people come out to run with Jazzy, by the way. And uh, this lady came out to run with Jazzy today. And uh, we were going along Highway 70. And we weren't quite in Van Horn yet. I want to say it was... I can't remember the name of the town before that. Mount something. Anyway, that's irrelevant. I was uh, observing a a red Ford Taurus coming up behind me at a fairly good clip. And uh, I could see she was looking down when she got close, and I just pretty much braked and cranked my wheel all the way to the right. And I, I thought for sure she was going to go ahead and hit me. And uh, she realized it at the last minute and went to the right herself and jammed her brakes on, and I just cut her off. But, uh, you know, and I know for a fact that it was texting because when she came back around me, she still had the phone in her hand and her thumb was going. And I thought, you know, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. It's yeah. looked down yeah. for that split time right there. Yeah, there's always always one in a crowd, but uh, everybody's uh, following you and pushing for you and, and keeping you, hoping, you know, to keep you safe out there we've got harry crazy or crazy harry here in the chat room and wants me to tell you that he's following your progress so i've seen some of the photos though where uh, you've had some police escort uh how does that work is that just uh now and then sometimes or uh, no you know it's, it's pretty regular um since phoenix i guess you know every time we go into a, a decent sized town or a big right. city um we've had police and firemen and, and the firemen come out because when we were in Texas, the U.S. honor flag recognized Jazzy's run. And the U.S. honor flag is ushonorflag.org. I, I'm sure I can't do it the justice way they do on the uh, website, but they're a wonderful organization, and they fly the flag at our fallen heroes' funeral who perish on the job, such as uh, policemen, firemen, our military, and... Uh, to have the U.S. honor flag recognize Jazzy's run, that was a tremendous honor for Jazzy. Yeah. They, uh, they've encouraged our firefighters throughout the U.S. 
to run with Jazzy, and they developed what's called the Heart of Heroes program. And last year alone, we lost close to 100 firefighters um, in the line of duty. And 60% of those, believe it or not, was because of cardiovascular problems, uh, cardiac arrest. And yeah. so by encouraging them to come out and run with Jazzy, um, the U.S. Honor Flag is hoping that will inspire them to take care of their own cardiovascular and uh, and then build it up so that uh, we're not losing our firefighters that way. They are really? the the unsung heroes of this nation. We, we don't recognize enough. Obviously, we did on 9/11, but do we think about a firefighter every day and what he can do? Probably not. Right. Right. Well, the firefighters and policemen, all those unsung heroes. Well, uh, well, that's great. Well, that's just. Uh, you know, what about the picture in the uh, Las Vegas? Remember, Alan, you said Bobby Boucher? Yeah, I, maybe that was Tennessee. I don't know where it was. I got to thinking about it. But, yeah, we saw, Jan, we saw you and uh, Jim's photo up there with, with uh, Jazzy on some big screen. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that had to be in, t- was that Tennessee, or what was the story on that? That some um, Somebody from Facebook um, uh nabbed a couple pictures off of Facebook and they used some kind of a program to put those pictures, like, make them look oh, like okay. they were on buildings and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that was okay. cool, but, but uh, Bobby Buffet actually ran with Jazzy in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, uh, Lee, what did uh, what did your daughter think about Bobby Buffet? Well, I, I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me let you ask her that question. Oh, is she there? Oh, great. <laughs> we'll have Jazzy on the phone. Hang on one second here. All right. All right. Well, we have a special treat tonight, then. Hello? Hi, Jazzy. This is Alan with Truth About Trucking Live. You're live on the air with us. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Well, I'm just great. Everybody, all these people just following you and pushing for you, you're just an inspiration to everybody. I was just asking your dad. I know a lot of people run with you out there. Uh, and I know you got to run with Bobby Buffet, so I was just curious. What did you think about what did you think about Bobby Buffet? <laughs> it was it was funny. It was it made my day. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to say. He's <laughs> kind of a character, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was different. <laughs> Well, I, well, I'm just so I'm just so glad to have you on the show. I wasn't expecting to speak with you. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, just the, how were you always just a, an athlete? I mean, I know you did some training just before you started, but it sounds to me like you've always been very athletic. Um, yeah, since I was able to play sports, I've been in volleyball, football, basketball, softball. Um, track, and all different kinds of sports, and running has been my favorite, and I've just stuck to it. Have you? Well, I don't think I would have lasted 100 feet, so my hat's off to you. Uh, <laughs> what do, uh, I, I know your dad was telling us he's making you do that horrible homework, and you're probably just wanting to get back out there on the road, huh? Um... Well, I'm able to run once a day, but it's it's challenging to try and get a whole bunch of miles in in one run, and 
it actually is more stressful than dealing with schoolwork. Um, for me, not to be able to run twice a day. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. I, what grade are you in? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, what grade are you in now? This is Donna. Oh, hey. Um, I'm Hi. a junior this year. Well, that was going to, I was just going to tell you, I know from, um, you know, when all the kids do their applications for college and everything, um, you probably can can get like a full scholarship anywhere with this kind of determination because that's what they all look for. Have you thought about that? Um, not really. I wanted to go to Pepperdine University, which is in Malibu, California. Yes, uh-huh. It's really expensive, and I'm right now my main focus is completing this run. And yeah. And afterwards, um, college will be my, one of my main focuses. Well, what, uh, just in case uh, some of our listeners just are just finding out about you, which I find that hard to believe because you're, you're everywhere, uh, tell us your site again and how can, how can people donate for your cause? Um, you can go to runwithjazzyjzzy.com, and there's a St. Christopher's Fun logo at the bottom, and if you click on that, you can donate, I think it's through PayPal that way. And um, there's also a phone number, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. Okay, so real real simple, really. Just go to runwithjazzy.com and look for the donation button. And uh, yep. all that all that goes to the St. Christopher's Truckers Fund, correct? Correct. It's um, the St. Christopher's Fund logo at the um, main page at the bottom, I think, the left-hand corner. Okay. All right. Well, that, well, we're just all watching you. Did you ever think that you would get uh, this type of uh, attention for the, for what you're doing? Um, I was actually really surprised at the Mid America Truck Show. How many truckers knew, and how many people knew and were supporting me. It was it was a really good thing for me to go to to be able to see that I do have support and people are making the donations and everything. Well, so what's it like being 16 and a celebrity? Um, <laughs> I don't look at myself as that. Um, I'm just out here running for something I believe in. And You're doing a great cause because of the, your friend, and uh, the St. Christopher's is a great, great thing. So, And, and with the passing of the health care, Bill, and I mean it's it's really a, a major thing going in, on in the country right now. So, uh, and you're bringing a lot more light to it. So, uh, we're just all behind you, and uh, we just think you're an amazing young lady. And uh, Jan or Desiree, uh, y'all y'all have something you want to ask Jazzy while she's here before she has to go? I, I just I wanted to tell her. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I wanted to um, let everybody know, too, there were there was a lot of people there donating. They just about pulled out of T-shirts. But there were people who were just walking up and, and just donating money. 
didn't want anything. It was it was amazing the support that showed up and the the awareness that that came to light because of that truck show. Um, the, right. A lot a lot more people know now and are are and are helping to spread the word. And um, I'm really glad that that her and her family were able to be there. It was it was absolutely wonderful. It was great. Well, what does Jazzy think of uh, your song? What do you think of Jan's song, Jazz? What, what is that awesome or what? Yeah, um, when she first sung it um, up on stage with me there, it put me into tears, and both of us were in tears when we first heard it. Um, she has an amazing voice, and the song is it's touching, really, and... I'm gonna, I don't want to cry. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's an amazing song for an amazing crying. young lady. Yeah, so. Uh, and 100%, if you go to the Keys Trucker blog, um, Jan and Jim, uh, if you download that song, 100% of those proceeds go to the St. Christopher's Fund. So everybody out listening, just go to the keystruckers.com if you want to download that song, and uh, it, it goes to the fund. That download's also available on Jazzy's website as well. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. And I can send you the link to put it on yours, too. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll be glad to. Be glad to. So uh okay, so Jazzy, what are you expecting uh don't want you just you just let us know when you have to go. I don't want to tie you up cuz I know you're busy and you need to rest, but to uh tomorrow what's your plan running from where to where? Well, I think I'm going to stay up all night and do schoolwork and I want to be able to try and get in at least 20 miles tomorrow. Are you? Okay, and everybody can follow your progress from runwithjazzy.com on your map. Is that right? Um, well, the map doesn't always, it's not, it's accurate, <laughs> but it doesn't have the miles for each day. There's a, on Facebook and Twitter, um, that has everything that happens throughout the day, and that's a better way to follow. Um, the website has a lot of pictures from um, different days when things happen, like if someone uh, was to come out and run with me. But um, Facebook and Twitter is probably the best way. Okay. And what is your, your the fan page is, um, I mean, I'm a fan. I can't think of the exact way how you word it. What's the fan page name? Um... I think it's just Jazzy um, athletes, and um, there's a link on the runwithjazzy.com website where you okay. can become a fan and follow it that way. And okay. your Twitter tag is what? And I'm sorry, and my dad was talking to me too. Oh, your Twitter name. Um. Twitter oh, she's name. Run with Jazzy. Yeah, Run with Jazzy. Okay, Twitter, Twitter.com slash Run with Jazzy. So, all right, well, we'll all be following you, and uh, it's just a great thing you're doing and a, an important thing you're doing. So uh, get some rest and take care of yourself, and we'll be following you. And 
thanks so much for coming on the show. It was a real treat having you. Well, thank you for having me on, and it was nice to just be able to be on here and talk to different people, too. So. Well, we're glad to have you, so go ahead, Donna. If we want to um, send you a, a message, do we do that through Facebook? Anybody listening that wants to send you good wishes and, you know, talk to you, um, is Facebook the best place? Um, yeah, Facebook, or you can um, email my dad and he reads me. I think most of my emails are all my emails. Okay, and that email address is the Facebook address? Um, no, it's on the website. I think it's on, uh, is there a contact us button? There's a contact us button, and it has his phone number on there, and you can call him, and he'll hand the phone to me if you want to talk to me. And, um, also, his email address is leejordan69 at yahoo.com, and I get the emails that way. Okay. okay. Okay, so most of it is just right on your website at runwithjazzy.com, and people can get a hold of you, contact you, email you, get on your Facebook, Twitter, really just all from runwithjazzy.com, right? Yep. Okay. All right, well, take care of yourself. We're all watching you, and we're all proud of you for what you're doing, and uh, we'll be, uh, maybe again we'll have you on the show when your run's complete, huh? Yeah, well, thank you. Okay, thanks, and thank your dad for calling in. I appreciate it. Have a good All right. Uh, bye. Bye, Jazzy. Bye. Um, that's she's a, incredible, isn't she? That's an amazing young girl there. I mean, you know, I I don't think I would have made it, you know, a hundred yards before dropping. And I've seen some of those photos. Uh, everybody can go to runwithjazzy.com, and she's running in the heat. She's running in snow and sleet and rain. Uh, that's why. Uh, I, I knew she just had to be an athlete. I mean, <laughs> nobody else could do that. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so tell so me about the Matt's show, uh, the Matt's truck show, everybody. Um, you know, I, I wanted to go so bad. I, I went to Gats last year, Desiree remembers. Um, I got sick while I was there. I couldn't even really enjoy and do everything I wanted to do. And, and I thought, oh, how great it would be to go to Mass. And, and, you know, it just didn't work out. I ended up going to Atlanta with my daughter. And, you know, kind of tell us what were some more highlights there. What, what was going on there that was really, you know, that you could share with everybody? Well, uh, the, the Louisville show is about four times size of Dallas, Donna, so it was, oh my really, God. it was really tricky to even get and see everything, and, you know, getting lost was like a daily event. Um, they had, um, I, I got to spend a lot of time with the natural gas um, people, and that was kind of what my focus was. Um, I wanted to see the natural gas vehicles and manufacturers and the he um, got to meet the guy from McNellis that makes the actual compressed gas tank to talk about the construction of the tank. I mean, kind of boring to some people, exciting to me. Um, he spent a lot of time explaining to me how 
you know, if the, if the tank is punctured, that the gas actually dissipates in the air, not like cooling of a liquid fuel would. So a lot of the misnomers that we hear in rumors about, you know, oh, you're riding on a bomb, blah, 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 you know. Um, he showed me the construction, the height of the tanks, and um, got to meet the people at Cummins engine. They showed me their natural gas engine that I took pictures of. They're, they put that engine in a, a, the two trucks that I looked at was, one was a work truck uh, for like local use and the other one was a cement mixer. One was from Kenworth and the other one is from Freightliner. Um, and it was really interesting to look at some of the uh, projects that are in the works, um, um, the Cummins engine, um, they, they, I put the pictures out with a little bit of information, um, and if you look at my twit pics, I put them on the Real Women Truckers fan page. There's two threads. One, one is for women truckers and one's for Trucker Desiree, and you can go through and look at each individual picture. And if you click the picture, the picture gets bigger. And I put the Twitter tags and I put some links in there. I found some savings calculators um, for the natural gas. And I also, on my on my Trucker Desiree Twitter tag, put out some YouTube. Uh, one is of a, um, a concrete mixer that's run on natural gas climbing a hill. And the other one is a YouTube visual aid of how to get the natural gas out through um, hydraulic fracturing. And I, to me, it's interesting. Some people are probably snoring right now, but I'm just like, no, wow. did you? No, did you see? Um, actually, I've been following. I find it very interesting. I've been following um, the Pickens. Uh, what's all going on with Mike Johnston? He's he's got that Hanksville yeah. movie, and um, I'd like to get involved in that. Um, there was a showing. Uh, if people are interested in doing showings in their community, get with Mike Johnston. He is E N K I zero nine N T zero nine on uh, Twitter, and you can do a showing of the Hanksville film. Well, this is this is the this is the thing. I've been talking to him. You know, there's a PBS movie out about the, that um, hydraulic fracture fracturing that you're talking talking about. How they get the gas out, mm -hmm. and um, they're they're actually uh, I, I had to get it from Mike. It, it's a documentary. Did you see it called Gasland? You know what, I've been getting a bunch of emails about it in the last couple of days, but I have not seen it yet. And the, the, okay. the, the gentleman that showed me the drawing at, um, it was a weird coincidence. I was looking at all the natural gas stuff, and I walked by these oversized trailers that they use for wind turbines. And they had the pictures of the wind turbines, so I started speaking to him about the trailers. And I was telling him, you know, that I write on the Pickens plan and the natural need, blah, blah, blah. And he said, oh, these trailers, we also use them when they do the hydraulic fracturing for, to get the, the shale. And I said, really? And he just pulled out a picture and started drawing me a picture of it, which is something I took a picture of him while he was doing it and when I had it later. And I put it on my Twitter tag. And then I went and looked 
on YouTube for hydraulic fracturing and found a visual aid, which is like an animated thing of how they do it. And there is some, you know, people are making controversy now. They're a little concerned about the water table and what does it mean. Right. And it, it's something to really all of us to get ourselves educated on. And the visual aid, the little animated visual aid, is very helpful to learn. Um, and I think a lot of people need to learn about the water table and what is that. And because water and our natural resources are going to be a very big topic in this country, a lot of the stuff that's going on in this country is because of the lack of water in a western state. And the natural gas, the water are going to be big, huge issues in this country. I, I think a lot of people should be very proactive in learning a little bit more about our natural resources, where they are, and what in the Haynesville film is a documentary that shows how the discovery of this natural gas is ter possibly tearing this small, very um, depressed town apart when they discovered that this thing is under the ground and they never knew it was there. So uh, it's like an interesting, interesting question mark. What's going to happen to these people, you know, when money gets involved? Well, I, I think, um, you know, if, if you look at that gas land, um, I guess it's like a just an interview. We'll watch, we listen to the whole thing. It's a video. And basically what they're trying to do is kind of knock the natural gas thing down because it can contaminate water and all this. But I spoke to, to Mike uh, through email, and if you get on the Pickens plan, they explain that it has no, it has nothing to do with the uh, fracturing itself, or they call it fracking, and yeah, it has fracking. nothing. It has nothing to it has nothing to do with the danger to the water system. It it has all to do with the casings that people aren't doing their job right. Uh, so you know you could say the same thing about nuclear power if those if those uh, you know weren't encased properly, we'd have nuclear leaks all over the place, but because it's regulated and because, you know, there's so many um, uh, mandates and laws and regulations, you know, that doesn't happen. Well, the same thing has to be done, uh, as far as I can see, for this natural gas. And right now, you know, there's very limited uh, regulations. So somebody, the EPA, is going to have to step in and, and do something regulated to make sure people do it properly because if it's done properly I don't see a problem at all I see a tremendous natural resource that we have that that needs to be tapped into but the people who are against it are the people who are against fossil fuels in general and since natural gas is just one more fossil fuel you know they're just gonna not you know they're gonna find reason to say, well, no, we can't use this because it's going to do this, this, and this. But you really should watch that movie because it makes you think. And, and the one thing I walked away with was, yeah, w things should be regulated like that. I mean, I, I can totally understand that. And uh, uh, But I, I think it's great. Um, you know, we don't have a lot of time to, to spend. You know, we work on so many different things that, you know, if you spend too much time on one thing, 50 others get, you know, get dropped, right. so uh, right. but I found it so interesting. 
Yeah, they, um, you know, they interviewed me over the net on Twitter, uh, the, the Twitter tag NGV little S now, which stands for Natural Gas Vehicles Now from Washington, D.C. They came over and interviewed me over there at the Freightliner uh, booth for, it's going to be up on their website uh, next week, but basically I was telling them, you know, there's a lot of, the media is very controlled for truckers. And there's really nobody that I can think of any more patriotic than truckers. And they should really get themselves more educated on natural gas because there's a lot of fear that's being put out there about it. Um, and, I, and a lot of it's very political. You know, first they were trying to say, oh, it's just because it's green. And then they said, oh, well, there's not global warming. And this is just the the environment, well, now that, that subject's dead, and now it's energy independence, American independence from foreign oil. Who doesn't want that? And, yes, we definitely need to pay attention to the water. We don't, I mean, historically, we have let industry come and tear everything up and rip mountains off and blow the tops off and grab everything out of there with a disregard of what's going pouring down the sewage pipes. So we right. do need to pay attention to stuff like that, and um, but we need we need we do need to be more inter we need to be more independent because right now we're we're buying a lot of foreign oil from people that don't like us, and we do need to get ourselves educated on the fact that the whole Western United States is drying up for water. There's a lot a number of different issues uh, that. People should be proactive and will start learning about with these documentaries, all of them. There's one, um, I think there's one called Water that's a really good one. It's a big eye-opener, too. And I, I just, I, I advocate people getting educated on their own and don't get all your information from one source. That's right. And that's what, yeah. you know, when I brought that up to Mike, Mike actually Mike is supposed to um, come on one of our shows and talk about, you know, this Haynesville movie. I mean, he's just, you know, doing great uh, with all this. As everybody knows, he, he headed the trucking in the Pickens plan section. Um, I, I have a shortcut to it, so I can't even tell people how to get to it. Do you Can you remember? Yeah. Yes. Well, it's called the Trucking Discussion Group, and every anybody is invited to come and be part of that group and read and learn more, and Mike keeps it updated all the time. If you go to pickandplan.com, it'll ask you for your zip code because they want to see if you can get involved. It's got a lot of things to get involved there. But if you look at the bottom, it says skip this page, and you can skip that page or whatever. You get in there, and it has group communities, and there's a picture of a truck. And, and uh, you click that, and it's called the Trucking Discussion Group, and it talks about natural gas. And let me explain something. One of the, one of the misinformation the trucking industry keeps putting out is that, oh, they, they don't have the infrastructure. Honestly, we have enough infrastructure right now to run natural gas vehicles for regional and local use in the western United States, for instance, all of Southern California, part of Nevada, and um, I think it's Utah. Right now, you could run a regional route with a natural gas truck, but for concrete mixers, trash trucks, UPS, 
city buses, taxis, all of those, we already have the infrastructure to run natural gas for these kinds of vehicles. So, um, of course, long-haul trucking, it'll be a while, but, you know, it's not going to be, I mean, there's another opportunity, and that was part of the Natural Gas Summit, was talking about fueling sites and uh, the kind of equipment that you would use. And, let, let, and I learned something very interesting. To retrofit a fueling site for natural gas, you basically need to just tap down into the ground for this top, I'm talking about compressed natural gas. You tap down into the ground from the site you already have, your fueling station you already have, into the natural gas pipe already in the ground, and you just have your own storage tank and, you know, your dispenser, you know, your, your pump, right? Mm -hmm. Those natural gas lines are already under the ground for the nat for natural gas, compressed gas. So you're basically just tapping into the lines that are already down there. So plus you're going to have a lot of uh, federal grants, state and local, um, all kinds of incentives to do this. So um, they're, they're just trying to get people to open their minds up to the opportunities that will become available, you know. Well, I, I think it's a... Oh, is Donna, we lost you. What happened? Oh, Donna, you dropped off. Yeah, you uh, lost yeah. her. Yeah, she was so excited. She... <laughs> yeah, I know. And I can still hear her talking. <laughs> hey, Donna, you dropped off. Yeah, it's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, she dropped off. So, uh, yeah, everybody, a lot of people uh, uh, kind of go back and forth on that. Uh, the natural gas thing. I mean, it may be in the future, but I, I mean, I know they're working on it. I see a lot about it. Yeah, there's. It's more so, you know, in the West, um, you know, and it, they. It was, you know, they they've already got it. A lot of uh, fueling sites, infrastructure set up in the West, and it'll, you know, Dallas is their whole bus system. They're, you know, talking about doing the natural gas UPS. I have some numbers written down of um, the fleets that are doing it, but this concrete truck, this, um, I think it was a T440 uh, from Kenworth, I want to say. Um, this concrete mixer and the man, the, the manufacturing company, uh, he just had all kinds of stats for me. And then come to find out it's Cummins engine, and the, so they gave me, um, they gave me a good tutorial on the engine and everything about it. And uh, so the, those pictures, if anybody are interested, are there on the Women Truckers Twit Picks. It's on the Real Women Truckers fan page. Go down and it says, here's the pictures. And you can look at that and the link. And um, the Pickens Plan site, uh, look for Mike Johnson. Um, he's also on Facebook, and he's really he's inter he's big in independent music and, and film music, independent music and film critics. But alternative energy, you can ask him any question uh, about this natural gas, and he's got he, and he used to be a trucker. Um, there's a big natural gas mine called the Marcellus um, Shelf, and then the Haynesville thing is in Louisiana. Jan, if you're in. Did you already go through Louisiana today? Jan's still on the phone. What? 
Yeah, Did okay. you already go through Louisiana today, or are you around? You're around Monroe, right? Is that what you said? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up in uh, we're up in uh, Mississippi. Oh okay. Well, Mahanesville is actually pretty close to Monroe. Uh, this town, this out, it's a little bit north of I-20. If you okay. go off over, if you go over 20 and you see there's a big billboard that says um, Shale Expo. Truckers will see it because it's on I-20. I think uh, right around East Monroe. That Haynesville town is right around that area, a little bit north of I-20. And this is basically a little tiny town that's very, very depressed. They've discovered this huge natural gas uh, thing, and the whole town is like, you know, kind of like they discovered money under their land that they didn't think they existed, basically. So it's changing the landscape of everything around that region. It's kind of like going back to when oil was discovered in West Texas, you know? Oh, yeah. And, hey, I Jan, think I've I w- seen that billboard. Yeah, it Jan, wasn't today, though, because we were on 55 today. Okay, I wanted to, Jan, I wanted to ask you real, twi- real quick, too. I've got about nine minutes left here, but... Uh, uh, you and uh, did, you just uh, you just made a, a album or something. Uh, y'all are looking at releasing. Uh, can you tell a little bit about that? Well, um, the uh, Trucker's Tracks Volume Three was just released, and uh, it's, it's entitled uh, Ice Road Trucker. And um, Alex Stiebuborski was a co-writer on uh, one of the songs on there called Ice Road Trucker. And I have two two songs are on there. Uh, Lot Lizard Boogie and uh, Dragon My Wagon are on that album, and then I I won't have a solo album out for a little bit. Um, it you know be a couple months, and I'll have a solo album out. And uh, it's going to be an album. An album. Yeah, well, a CD. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I don't know. Most of the songs are available now. Um, the uh, the jazzy song, of course, 100% of the downloads are uh, going to um, the St. Christopher's Fund, and for the all the other songs, 25% is going towards the St. Christopher's Fund. And also, Trucker's Tracks is also donating two dollars for every um, CD sold uh, um, towards the St. Christopher's Fund as well. They've they've kind of we we made a joint decision when we were there at Match that we were going to do that. So. And your uh, your CD will be out when? Um, it probably in about six weeks. And how how does that work? Because I I know a little bit about the music industry, and it's it's just one of the toughest industries to break into. Are you just going to uh, have it in truck stops, or do you have a? Uh, a um, uh, we're working with a few distributors right now with Truckers Tracks. Okay. Um, uh-huh. and um, actually Doug Jones, he handles all the all that. So um. I'm not really not sure at this point. Um, I do have, I do carry truckers tracks in my truck, so that if anybody wants to buy them when I'm out um, and about, um, they can buy them directly from me, or I can send them to them in the mail, or they can uh, go to the website truckerstracks.com and order it and have it sent. Truckertracks.com. Truckers truckerstracks.com. Okay. All right. Well, that's a. Okay, uh, Donna had mentioned something about that to me earlier, and I was just kind of curious when that was going to be out. And and uh, well, when you when you become a big star, don't forget us. 
Okay. I tell you, we we get a lot of feedback from your songs. People write me and say, "Where did you where did you get that song? Where can I get it?" So, uh, and the one they with can Jazz go right on the site. They can go right on the site and download all those songs. Yeah, that, that's what I tell them. I just send them to your site and everything. So I hope you're uh, hope you're seeing something from it. And uh, uh, I'm glad Jazzy joined us this evening. I I, I think when Donna asked her about. Uh, the song, uh, we almost made her cry, but it's a great song. So you got a lot of talent there, and a lot of people I know have written me and asked me. So I hope that's uh, helping you out some. And Thank and you. you. I appreciate that. You, you said, uh, when did you say again this summer? That the CD be out? Uh, oh, it'll be out in about six weeks. Six weeks, okay, and truckertracks.com. Okay, right. well. Now, um, the, the one, the Isro Trucker one is out now. That's got two songs on it of mine. And it's got a few other songs on there. Most of the songs on this volume actually were written by truckers. Really? So, um, yeah, yeah. So it really is, uh, they're, they're trucking songs written by truckers. Now, so. does, uh, does your husband, is he, uh, I don't know much about what, how he's involved in this. Is, is he a musician or does he co-write? Uh, he, wrote, um, he wrote Dragon My Wagon. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Oh, we played that here on this show, too. So that's a yeah. good song. I, I think that's some of the emails I got. Where'd you get that song? <laughs> okay, so that he came is. From, the idea came from driver Jeff and his tweets and his Facebook status. I'm dragging my wagon here and I'm dragging my wagon there. That's where the idea for that song came up. <laughs> okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Okay, six weeks. We'll be keeping an eye out for it. So, uh, all right. Well, great. Well, I appreciate you coming on and... Uh, Spending some time with us and everything. Well, I think you wanted to ask a question. Am I on? Yeah, you're on. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, <laughs> who did um, who did you get to meet out there, everybody, that you, you know, at Match, that, you know, you, you talk on Twitter, you talk on the phone, and you finally get to meet people? Oh, my gosh. You want me to start naming names? <laughs> yeah, well, I've got I'm about... I'm terrible with names. But a lot of the people that we talk to on Facebook and our and a lot of our YouTube um, fans, um, we did we did get to meet. And um, Jimmy's a lot better with names than I am, um, but it, it was really kind of cool. Mom, they recognized him more than me. You know, they go, "Oh my God, that's Bobby Boucher." But um, it, it, it was kind of neat. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And um, I had a lot of fun with Desiree too, hanging out with her for a little bit. She's still yeah, on the Yes, I'm yeah. right here. Yeah, I've got about four minutes, yeah. so. Okay, well, yeah. I just wanted to say that Donna Creek Moore did an award out there, right, Desiree? What's that? Donna Creek Moore got an award. Yeah, we went to the salute to the women behind the wheel, and Donna Creek Moore got an award for her, I think it was two and a half million, I don't know the exact number, two and a half million smile safety ward. I took a picture of her. That's out on there on the on the Twit Picks also. She got an award from Ann Farrow. And we met a couple of veteran women truckers. One I called today, Ingrid Brown. She did three million face miles. She's been driving since nineteen seventy nine. And um, another gal, sixty nine years old. I got their pictures. They're all there on the Twit Picks. There on the Real Women Truckers fan page on Facebook. Sixty nine years old. She's still driving. She could probably kick my butt. Um, 
uh, we had a really fun time. We met cool people. Operation Roger. They had an option to transport the pets. They were doing a, they were doing the cutest little option. They did a steak dinner right there in the parking lot and uh, getting people. They need drivers to help transport uh, abandoned animals, get them to their new homes or layovers. And that was their biggest fundraiser of the year. So Karma went over there and modeled her little bandana. Paparazzi donated some bandanas for that. And they had lots of people, um, you know, everybody donated leather jackets, seats, everything was great. There, I feel like such a party poop at Gats, but I couldn't help it. And, um, well, maybe next maybe next year or Gats or something, we'll meet up again. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to make it. Uh we didn't couldn't quite make it this year, but uh you know, who knows? Maybe again next year, but uh anyway, I got to jump in here about 5 minutes left. Uh uh thanks everyone for calling in, Jan. I know you're still listening and Zoe Toots is in the chat room and wanted me to tell you hi. So, uh I'm telling you that Zoe Toots says hi. And uh, Desiree, thanks for calling in and be safe out there. And Jan, you and Jim, be safe and drive safe, everybody out there. And um, all our listeners on the line listening in, appreciate you being here. And uh, those of you in the chat room, uh, tried my best to keep up with you there a little bit. Appreciate your participation. And uh, that will probably do it for this broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, again, thanks to all our listeners, our callers, uh, all of you in the chat room. Appreciate you uh, joining us this evening. And uh, our next show will be Thursday, April 8, 2010, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Truck Drivers, Quality of Life, uh, from time spent on the uh, open road, away from home and family, from uh, health issues and the everyday experience of uh, stress and fatigue and hundreds and thousands of miles per year are professional drivers missing out on life. You wouldn't know that from uh, our callers this evening. Sounds like some of them are just having too much fun out there. But is the uh, is the lifestyle of a trucker something we all accept and understand that this is just the way it is? So uh, we're going to try to take a look at the quality of life for American truckers. So that will be our next show on Thursday, April 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate everybody joining us. And uh, we will see you then next time. So, Rob, uh, well, I was going to do that. I think I'm going to stick with We've been playing Jan songs all night, so we're just going to do that again. So we'll let Jan McCarter of thekeystruckers.com take us out of here. So until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe. And like always, thanks for listening. And here's Jan McCarter again with us with another one of her songs uh, that I got a lot of emails about this, too. Pretty girls drive big rigs, too. We'll see you next time on Truth About Trucking Live. Thanks, everybody. Grandpa always said, just hold up your head and show them what you
20 seconds to go. Jan McCarter, thekeystruckers.com. Check out their song. Special thanks to Lee and Jazzy Jordan for joining us this evening. That gave us a real treat. We appreciate it. We're, we're all behind you. So we'll, we'll see you next time on Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Take care, everybody, and have a great night.